Hey there, I'm Rianne Mullins, and I'm the host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. 15 years ago, I lost 65 pounds by revamping my lifestyle in a very realistic and totally manageable way. Now I teach other women how to ditch the yo-yo dieting cycle and start living a balanced, fit, and happy life through real food, effective exercise, and a powerful mindset. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to teach you how you too can live a balanced and fit life free from unrealistic diets and crazy expectations. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm Ray Ann, your host, and I am so excited to talk to you about a really important topic today. And that topic is weekend sabotage. Are you guilty of eating great all week and then throwing down all kinds of junk food and alcohol on the weekend? Do you feel like you would be closer to your goal if you could just get a better handle on the weekends? It's like maybe you take two steps forward and then one step back or worse, one step forward and two steps back. And I got to tell you, I'm raising my hand over here and waving it like crazy because I too can be guilty of weekend overeating. And let's be totally honest. The weekend sometimes starts on Thursday night. Am I right? Mm-hmm. I believe there are three reasons that I can think of. I'm sure there's more and maybe you can think of more. Um, but these reasons are why we tend to go overboard on food over the weekend. And the first reason is we are out of our normal routine. And I think this is the main reason we tend to overeat or do unhealthy things. So we sleep in, we eat random meals, you know, we stay up too late, um, you're more social, things like that. The second reason we overdo weekends is we view weekend days as a reward or celebration instead of just another day. And then a third reason is we may just be too strict on ourselves during the week, which leaves us, you know, leaves us hungry and craving all the food that we deprived ourselves of all week long. So I found a study done by the Washington University School of Medicine in St. Louis. The researchers for this study decided to study whether or not taking in fewer calories over a long time period will slow down or reverse aging. Earlier studies showed that mice and rats live longer, healthier lives when on a calorie-restricted diet. So these researchers wanted to determine whether it was the same for humans. So rats and mice obviously don't act like humans on the weekends, right? Because rats and mice don't know what day it is even. So was it really comparable or not? Anyway, human lifestyle patterns can be very different than those rats. So people have social events, parties to attend, and if they have children who play sports, they might be at like, you know, the baseball fields all day long, and maybe they have to eat fast food or concession foods. So anyway, the study, they took adults aged 50 to 60 and broke them into three groups. The first group was um, told to reduce their calorie intake by 20%. The second group increased activity by 20%, but kept their diet the same. And the third group was their con- the control group, so no change to diet or activity. All three groups were monitored for one year. They kept food diaries, tracked their exercise, and were weighed regularly. The leader of the study said that people in the study didn't even realize they were eating significantly more food on the weekends. 
So she said it was surprising how consistent the findings were. They were surprised by the dramatic way in which weekends continued to slow weight loss throughout the course of their study. Anyway, before the interventions began, the researchers established some baselines for each study's participants' um, exercise and eating habits. This pre-intervention data determined that participants consumed the most calories on Saturdays. An average of 36% of their total calories came from fat on Saturdays, but less than 35% came from fat during the rest of the week. The typical weekend weight gain before the weight or I'm sorry, before the diet and exercise interventions began, would have led to an average increase of nine pounds a year. So if they hadn't made any changes to their diet or exercise, these people would have been on track to gain nine pounds a year. When study participants were asked to either cut calories by 20% or to increase their activity by the same amount, 20%, the pattern remained the same. Those in the calorie restriction group took in more energy or calories on Saturday, and those in the exercise group ate more both on Saturday and Sunday. As a result, people in the calorie restriction group stopped losing weight on the weekends, and those in the exercise group actually gained weight on the weekends. Okay, so what do we learn from this? We learned that two things, really, People, even when they're being studied and monitored, still overdo the weekends, right? And secondly, people who exercise and don't change their diet actually end up eating even more. So that's interesting. But you know what? To be totally honest with you, I don't really think we need this study, right? I mean, I think it's very apparent just on our own that we tend to overdo weekends. I don't know that we need an entire year study on this to figure that out. Anyway, I'm glad that they did it and I'm glad that I found that. One thing I do notice with my clients is that they pass, um, I'm sorry, they pay less attention on the weekends. When you lose awareness, you will lose track of what exactly you're consuming and you may lose sight of your goals. And I totally notice that the clients who are too strict on themselves during the week are the ones that usually blow it on the weekends. So this week, I want to give you some tips on how to get your weekends back in control and start reaching your goals. But first, I want to tell you about how my weekends used to go down. And when I say used to, I'm talking like pre, pre-weight loss days. So this is a while ago, um, but I'm going to tell you exactly what happened. And like I said earlier, weekends usually started on Thursday night. Okay. We used to start drinking on Thursday night because, you know, we deserve to relax and enjoy some drinks. And by the way, why do we always have to include alcohol to relax and unwind? I don't, I don't really understand that. Um, and some people don't, it could be, but we always somehow, you know, associate relaxing with drinking anyway, then, so that was a start Thursday night drinking. And then on Friday, I'd wake up and feel like it was a free day because, well, it was Friday, right? Friday is fun. And I always associated and still kind of do, I associate food with fun. Specifically, I associated pizza or baked goods or, you know, yummy like cheeseburgers, french fries, junk food. I associated that with fun. And therefore, Friday through Sunday night, I expected to have some fun, which meant lots of food. I would always exercise, though, thinking that it would help burn off the extra treats, but my food consumption was almost treated like a sport, right? I mean, weekends were like ready to go is my best time. (laughs) Pizza, not just my own slices, but 
I ate all of the crusts from my kids or anyone who was with us. I, you know, I wouldn't care if it was a friend was over and they didn't eat their crust. I'd be like, Can, are you going to eat that? <laughs> and I would eat it. I mean, who doesn't like crust? Then we would follow that, you know, a giant pizza plus all the extra crust. So carb, 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 junky carbs with chocolate chip cookies. And you guys know I love to this day chocolate chip cookies, but I would either make my own recipe or you know, we would buy like the rolls of cookie dough or go to the bakery and get the already baked cookies. And, and you know what? I'm not talking just one cookie. I'm talking like four to six cookies, you know, after all the pizza plus the beer or whatever I was drinking, margaritas. Oh gosh, that made me cringe just thinking about it. Then Saturday would start with a bagel sandwich of some sort. You guys, Brugger's Bagels, if you live here, I used to love a Brugger's, a Sesame Brugger's Bagel with jalapeno cream cheese egg, bacon, and then on top of that, a slice of American cheese. <laughs> Jeez. I, I'm, aren't you so glad I'm sharing this with you? And um, it kind of makes me want to eat just like a little bit of it, but it kind of grosses me out at the same time. Anyway, then not only would we eat the egg sandwich on the bagel, but then we would share a cinnamon sugar bagel with cream cheese because, you know, I would still be hungry, you know, because this was a sport. <laughs> Not to mention the giant cup of coffee full of cream and sugar. And and not just a little bit of cream. It was like it, it was like half the darn cup was full of cream and like a ton of sugar. But well, wait, no, 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 no. I used sweet and low or stevia. Actually, I don't know if there was stevia at the time, but like sweet and low or Splenda because you know I was cutting back on the sugar. <laughs> this is so crazy, like thinking about it. Lunch would usually be subs and french fries, and then dinner would be some other not-so-healthy option, including some sort of beer or wine or mixed drink. I mean, this sounds all fun, but I always woke up feeling guilty on Sunday and kind of sick to my stomach. So I would exercise and swear I was going to eat much better. But then we would make a family dinner, you know, something like burgers and some kind of potato or chili and cornbread or some sort of creamy casserole or French bread pizza or some other thing. And of course, we would have to have dessert too. I mean, it was Sunday. We had to finish off the weekend right. Then Monday would come and I would be back on task 100%, tracking every single morsel of food that went in, calories in, calories out. And I talked about this in my last episode about food journaling. So if you haven't listened to that one, you might want to go back and listen to it. Two parts. So anyway, Monday through Thursday, I was great with my food. And then Friday through Sunday, I was stuffing my face. Except that, like I said, sometimes on Thursday night, we would start drinking. And it was more times than not. But yeah, I think this is a good time to point out that our body does not care if it's Saturday or Wednesday. It's not a calculator and it's not a calendar either. Our body responds to what you do to it over time consistently. It accumulates. So the weekends absolutely 100% count. Now my weekends are a lot different. They're pretty much like my Monday through Thursday, except that now I'm not obsessed with counting calories or tracking every morsel of food. I know how to eat in a manner that makes me feel good and balanced and energized. Of course, there are times that I overdo it. I mean, we are all humans and I like food still, but I know how to balance back out when it's necessary. Now, I will say here before I give you my tips that I do incorporate at least one fun or treat meal 
on the weekend. And that may include, you know, baking a treat. Um, It might include getting a gluten-free bagel from Trader Joe's because I love them. Um, I leave off the cream cheese and all the bacon and all that. But anyway, um, I love French fries occasionally or a burger or sometimes both a burger and French fries. In fact, this is a Saturday right now as I record this. And last night we met friends and I had a burger on a gluten-free bun because I'm trying to, you know, not do gluten. And I had fries and it was divine (laughs) and great. And I did have some wine too. So I still personally have to remind myself that the weekend is not a free-for-all. And although I do like to have one meal where I just kind of let go, that's enough for me now. And I know how it used to make me feel to eat too much all weekend. So I just remember that. And I am able to have the one meal and then just kind of get back to my normal. And it works great. So here are my tips for you. I have 10 tips, okay? First is to get your weekends back on track, one really important thing to do is to wake up about the same time as weekdays. Think about your weekends. Do you like to sleep in on Saturday or Sunday morning? It is really nice to not have to get up and rush around to get to work, get the kids to school, feed the dogs, etc. But when you sleep in, you're throwing your body off its routine, which can lead to more hunger, more cravings, and lower energy. So instead of sleeping in, try to get up at your regular time or at least close to your weekday time. You will not upset your system and it can help you stick to more of your healthier habits. Okay, and I have more habit tips coming up. All right, my second tip is to eat a normal-sized and balanced breakfast at your usual time or close to your usual time. People tend to skip breakfast and eat a brunch or have a larger midday meal on the weekends, and this can set your hormones into a serious frenzy. Eat a healthy breakfast at your normal time. This will set your hunger hormones into motion and keep you from having cravings. If you eat a large meal later in the morning or for an early lunch, it can make it hard to know when to eat next, and you may tend to overeat in the evenings. It's best to keep your eating routine close to the same, like the timing of it. Another thing people like to do is make a special breakfast on the weekends, like pancakes, waffles, French toast, etc. And I do too, and that's fine. But be careful to not overeat these higher sugar meals, especially if it's later in the morning or noon. This is a good way to set off a whole string of sugar cravings for the rest of the day. Be sure to eat protein and fiber with your sugar, okay? If you want waffles or pancakes, try adding in some protein powder to the mix or at least add some eggs or other protein, like maybe some turkey sausage, chicken sausage, bacon, whatever, to your meal. And watch your portion size. If you check the show notes today, this week I have added one of my favorite protein pancake recipes. And you can either make pancakes with it or you can turn them into waffles if you have a waffle iron. So I think they're very tasty. All right, my third tip, cook at home instead of eating out. Weekends are also a time to be social and get out. I get this, especially now that we're kind of coming out of COVID and people are getting out more. I totally understand that it's fun to get out and eat. I get get it. This often does mean, though, eating out with friends at restaurants. And this is fun and should be done occasionally, but when you make your whole weekend about eating out and indulging in foods you don't normally eat on the weekdays, you're setting yourself up for a possible weight gain and or resistance to weight loss. We all know that restaurants load up on extra oil, salt, and sugar. And those are the three things that prevent us from, you know, 
losing weight and they're just not so good on our figures, if you know what I mean. So one way to combat this is to start cooking more at home. Invite friends over, cook new recipes, try new foods. You can still keep the social, fun, and adventurous aspects by cooking new things. You may even save some money doing this. So that's also a win-win. All right. My fourth tip is make better choices when eating out. Okay, so I know you will want to eat out some. We can't always just cook at home, and it is part of the fun. But when you are not cooking, then try your best to make some healthy choices when eating out. Aim for lean proteins, veggies, healthy fats, and satisfying fiber-filled starches, okay? Reduce how much bread you have from the bread basket. If you go to Mexican, maybe try not to eat, you know, three days worth of calories from the chips and salsa and skip the fried foods and limit your alcohol. Almost every restaurant you go to has a protein and veggie option. Okay. Try new types of proteins and new salads. And you can also check the menu before you go so that you know what to order. One of the biggest complaints I hear from clients is that their spouse or friends always want to go out and then they always eat bad when they go out. And I'm, here's the thing. You have control. You absolutely, no matter where you go to eat, you can find something that is a forward choice, okay? So it's really easy to just like give in and order, you know, the easiest thing. But if you really just take a few minutes, either looking ahead and planning ahead at the menu, or even when you get there, asking the server, like, how can you get, you know, the chicken? Can you get it grilled instead of fried? Or you know, what other sides do they have? Do they have vegetables? Like you can find ways to make it easier. And here's the thing. the Most restaurants want you to be happy. And so they're going to accommodate. So don't be scared to ask and don't be scared to take in control and, you know, make better choices for yourself. My fifth tip is exercise. The weekend is a great time to get out and move your body. If you exercise hard all week, then make the weekends more about movement, not necessarily hardcore workouts. Find, you know, a park to walk around, ride your bike or rent one, go hiking, try swimming, which I wouldn't do, but you might. Find a free class at a local park, play tennis, you know, find a fundraiser walk that you can go to with friends and do something good for your community. Just move your body. By exercising and eating at home more, you can certainly see some positive changes in your body. Number six, plan ahead, plan ahead, plan ahead, plan ahead. I think that this is the one tip for every single thing in life, plan ahead, (laughs) okay? But just like the weekdays, it's a great idea to plan your weekends ahead of time. Make a menu, schedule in your exercise, set up your social calendar for a healthy weekend. When you don't have a plan, that's when it's easier to just eat out, skip meals, and waste away your weekend staring at the TV watching Netflix. It's okay if you want to rest and watch some TV, but when you have excuse me, when you have fun and you have a healthy plan in place, you will feel more motivated. You're going to feel better. You're going to start your next week feeling better. You can even schedule in some naps. Okay. So because you're going to be getting up at your regular time on Saturday and Sunday, maybe it's a good idea to throw in an afternoon nap just to kind of catch up on some rest that maybe you missed through the week. And that's not going to throw you off as much as staying up super late and sleeping in. Number seven, be the leader. When it comes to the weekend, it's easy to let everyone else take over your time, right? This can mean your kids, 
your kids' activities, your friends, your family, etc. It's your weekend. Be the boss of your time and do what you need to do to ensure that you get the rest you need, the exercise, and the nutrition. Also, if you do go out or have people over, you can be the leader by eating healthy and offering healthy options to your guests. If you do go out to a restaurant, you don't have to eat unhealthy food just because other people are. Be the leader and order better options. You might just encourage others to do the same. Tip number eight is don't stay up too late. The weekend is time to rest. So why do people stay up so late? Staying up too late is the reason you need to sleep in, which means you may skip a meal, which leads to overeating your first meal, and then your entire system is all whacked. Okay, not only will it make you want to eat poorly and skip exercising, it will make Monday even harder. When you get to bed at a decent hour, you will wake up easier and it'll be easier to stick to your healthy plans. Okay, and I'm so guilty of wanting to stay up late. I don't know why. It's almost like this old thinking, you know, like, oh, we have nothing to do tomorrow. Although I always have something to do on the weekends. I actually work more on the weekend than I do on the week. But because that's when clients need help and that's when I do more, you know, meal planning for people. It's it's a really actually my busy time, but I still my old thinking from like school days is, "Oh yay, it's the weekend. I can stay up late." But every time I do, I regret it. So, tip number 9 is eat more moderately during the week so that you don't feel like you need to treat yourself all weekend long. I personally have been practicing this for a long time. I started adding in some fun food. I call them buffer foods throughout the week. This could be a piece of dark chocolate after lunch or after dinner, a glass of wine with dinner a few times a week, bacon with my Brussels sprouts, creamer in my coffee. They're all small but impactful choices, okay? They're they're small but mighty, and they don't really hurt me, but they help me by giving me some pleasure throughout the week, okay? So I don't feel deprived, and I definitely don't feel like I'm on a diet. This makes it easier to just eat normally on the weekend, okay? So maybe quit trying to be so strict during the week. I said this earlier that most of the people I work with, the ones that are really, really, really hard on themselves and won't let themselves eat enough throughout the week, even though I'm trying to encourage them to eat more, are the ones that totally blow it on the weekend, okay? So so just consider that. Like ask yourself, how am I eating during the week? Is that partially why I feel like I need to overdo it on the weekend? Okay, and then my last tip, tip 10, is use the weekend to jumpstart your healthy choices for the next week. I love to use Sunday as my shopping and prep day. So I get up, I make a menu, I make a grocery list, I go to the store, I cut up veggies, I make snack bags for myself, (laughs) pretty much just for myself, no one else really wants them. I clean out the veggie drawer, and any of those vegetables that I think are going to go bad in the next few days, I chop them up, toss them in a little olive oil, and roast them or make a soup. So not only are you setting up your next week for success, but you're staying busy. And you know what? It's actually kind of fun too. I like to turn on some tunes and just kind of bop around the kitchen getting stuff ready for the week. I enjoy it. I feel set up and it's it's actually enjoyable. So there really is no magic cure for the weekend binges, but not only will it help you you know, to keep your schedule close to normal by getting up, you know, going to bed at a decent time, getting up at a normal time, you know, cooking more, exercising. But having a true desire to stay healthy is probably the most important thing. If it's important to you, you will find a way. 
If it's not important to you, then you'll find an excuse. So if you find that you just cannot stay on track, you just cannot stay on track, you just cannot do better on the weekends, you just can't do it, then I would be, you know, wanting to ask you, then what's going on? Like, why? Like, what is important to you? Maybe right now in your life, this isn't important to you. And if it's not important to you, then you need to figure out what is. And maybe, you know, maybe right now you're more focused on your career or your parenting or taking care of a parent. And that's okay. Sometimes our life goes a different direction. But I promise you, you can do a few of these tips to make your weekends better or your weeks so that you can feel better and get closer to your goals. And and like I said, maybe your goal right now isn't to lose weight or maybe your goal right now isn't to be super fit. And that's totally fine. But at the end of the day, we want to stay healthy and strong so that we have a good quality of life. All right. So as always, you guys, I love to hear from you. Thank you. You send me messages via email. I get them through Facebook and Instagram. I really appreciate it. I love it. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I'm so happy to hear that it's helping a lot of you. But So I want to hear from you. Like, How are your weekends? Have you found the trick to having a healthy and forward weekend? Because if you have, I would love to hear how you navigate your weekends. Let me know how it goes. Like, what are your tricks for having a healthy weekend? And if you're struggling with your weekends, let me know that too. And you never know. Maybe you need a new coach. (laughs) All right. Also, remember, I showed um, or shared with you in the show notes a tasty protein pancake recipe. So go check that out and download the recipe. And while you're there, go ahead and rate and review the podcast. By rating and reviewing the podcast, if you're on Apple, um, that would be amazing because it helps show other people who don't even know I exist. It helps them see that there's actually a podcast and it may just help more people. And that is exactly my mission in life. So thank you for being here and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And if you are looking for a crew of amazing women who are also seeking a balanced fit and free lifestyle, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook. The link is waiting for you in the show notes. Until next time, keep your thoughts positive and your coffee hot.